Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Call the High Seat. Come on in. The water's just fine. And joining, coming to the front of the classroom today, we got my boy Jalen Clinton. Welcome back, a.k.a. Big Perk on him. What's up, big dog? You all right? What is going on? Good evening, everybody. How you doing, my boy? Man, I can't call it. Y'all here hanging out like wet clothes. <laughs> I just dry. <laughs> I feel it, man. So, man, it's a, it's a, you know, we coming to the close of the end of the football season. And everybody talking about they top five quarterbacks. And, you know, Joe Burrow, he he decided to go out there and, and act wild this past Sunday. I don't know if you saw the game, but they had a comeback win against the Chiefs, which I've been trying to tell people the Chiefs ain't all that. But that's another topic for another moment. But um, who are your top five quarterbacks? Now, all of a sudden, everybody want to put Joe Burrow in the top five. So, do you got Joe Burrow in your top five? And if so, who is your top five, if not? So, in order, in order. Oh, in order? Yeah, I think. Look, so if I'm going in order, I think it's kind of hard to not go with. Uh, even even with his team, I'm still going with Patrick Mahomes. At number five or number one? Oh, uh, at number one, number one. Okay. And then number look, look number one, I'm gonna go Pat Mahomes because I just even with how the struggles of the Chiefs, I'm going with them. Uh, number two is I'm going with Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. Number two out of all the quarterbacks, number two? Oh, yeah. Tom Brady, you talking about with the Bucks? Yes. You see what they – look, look, look. Did you not see that last drive that they Against had? the Jets? Look, I get, look, look, I get it. It's the Jets. Any given Sunday, any team can turn up. Actually, let's not the, – the Jets are what, the past, what, two, three, uh, three weeks? They kind of looking comfortable. They, they – they looking like an actual football team. I don't give a damn. They got what three wins? Yeah, they got three. <laughs> wins. Okay, the fair enough. I have I, I, put him, I, I can't put him any lower than two simply because I no longer can bet against Tom Brady. Okay. You can't do it. Okay, I and I feel like that, if, okay. if, if if anything, that's a respect position. A respect you, position. This man, Tom Brady still producing. Award. This that man got... is still producing to this day. Man, let me tell you. Look, look. Okay, all right, cool. All right. Okay. And then, yeah. look, number three, number three. I don't know how you can dis- dispute this. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That man, Aaron Rodgers, is exactly what, exactly what he says. He is a bad man. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, number four. And this might shock a lot of people. I got Justin Herbert. I love it. I, I love. I really like Justin Herbert. Had a lot of like a lot of flack and flash in the beginning of the year. Everybody was talking about him, and for some reason, it fizzled away. But he has been he has been consistent this entire year. Yeah, he has been consistent this entire year, and he's he's been doing. He's been making plays. Yeah, and then uh, that number five position. Hmm, Freak, who should I put? I'm not gonna lie, I, I don't really know. Maybe no, no. I was gonna say Josh Allen. I don't know. Uh is I'm you know I'm going I'm going to put I'm gonna put Josh Allen over Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is my is gonna be the one that I leave out. Okay. I'm gonna give it to Josh. Uh I know a lot of people aren't high on the Bills. 
for for you know for various reasons. But I it, to me, Josh just has that it factor, and I love watching him. I do. I love watching Josh uh, Josh play. Um, especially because he's a big guy. He's a very big guy playing quarterback. Um, and I feel like I feel like he he doesn't get a lot of the the recognition. He gets a lot more criticism because people are like the Bills. You trust? You're still trusting the Bills? I, I think he is it. You know, I I, I really do. I feel like he's it. I you know, looking back, actually, I I don't know, man. It's kind of hard. It, it's kind of hard. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm I'm stick with that list. I'm that's gonna be my definite list. Okay, so I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna start from five and count down to one. For me, okay. Number five, I got Matthew Stafford. I got Matt. I can't. I cannot unsee how he been balling this year. I know he started out a little kind of crazy, kind of suspect a little bit, but he's second in, in yards, and I think he like number one in touchdown, one or two. I forget. And I plus he's got the Rams winning. He got them looking good, and they getting hot at the right time because you mm-hmm. want to be hot later in the year versus early. So I got Matt Stafford number five, number four. I got Joe Burrow. I got Joe Burrow because despite him getting beat up every week, despite him coming off an ACL injury, despite him being at high risk for danger every time he kissed the ball, mm-hmm. he going out there balling. We that saw what he did yesterday. Hey, we saw what he did the, day before, uh, the week prior. 400 yards. I mean, he got about on any given night, he's throwing at least 300 yards with no protection. I get he got weapons with with, Mick, with Mixon and, and Jamar Chase and Higby. I, I get all that. But the brother is special. Special. So I got him at number four. Number three, I got Justin Herbert. I'm I'm big on Herbert, too. So I'm, I'm you echoed everything I said. I, Herbert, I think he's going to be the future of the league. I think that's going to be Peyton Manning 2.0. I, I think he's going to be Ooh, the man. Okay, he, good comparison. He got the pocket. He got an arm. I, I mean, I think if he wanted to, I think he could throw the ball 100 yards if he wanted to. <laughs> I mean, that boy got an arm on him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Number two, I'll give you Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I ain't loved how he's been playing. I ain't loved it. But I can get – I can see I, – I, I give it to him because even a, a bad year is still great for most – Exactly. So, so I'm I'm gonna give him that. And number one, I got Aaron Rodgers. I got Aaron Rodgers number one as my quarterback. I think if I had to say who the best quarterback right now, I got Aaron Rodgers. He got he got the Green Bay playing good. And I'm not even that sold on Aaron Rodgers. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl or nothing. But far as you know, he had a whole he put a whole lot of eyes on him this year. They went to bed that first game with the Saints. And since then, ain't been no stopping them. They've been out mm-hmm. there ducking and ducking, do whopping and so stopping. I mean, I know he had the thing with the whole immunization and people did that, but I can't look. The numbers are what they are. I mean, he's been balling. He's beating teams every week, week in, week out. So I'm not going to hold that against him. He, and he's only got like four picks all year. Four picks oh, he's been, all year. His, his uh touchdown to to interception ratio has always been one of the best in the league. Thirty five touchdowns and four picks. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's it right there. Everybody else was talking about they in the double digital picks. 
So, Aaron, I don't see how – and I'm not one that's going to bloviate about quarterbacks all the time, but Aaron Rodgers, and we know he's been the guy for a while. We know that. But mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is, is, to me, that's number one. Now, how you manage to fix your lips to say Tom Brady at number two is beyond me. Man, look. Some I, kind of way you did it. I look. I'm, I'm not betting against Tom Brady ever again. I right will. now. Right, and I think also my list is actually as you let you you know as I'm listening to you say yours, my list was actually kind of flawed because hell yeah, it was flawed with Tom it, Brady at number two because I was thinking of like you know like I I did a mix when I put Tom Brady because right now Tom Brady Tom Brady you could take my, on my list you could take Tom Brady out and put uh Matthew Stafford now Matthew Stafford he he made he got a lot of unfortunate turnovers the past couple of weeks but you can't lie. He is throwing that football. Yeah, he, I, and, yeah, and, and he's got people. And my, my, I'm, I'm thankful for Matthew Stafford. While we're on him, I'm thankful for Matthew because people were like, "Oh, Matthew Stafford is trash" because he was in Detroit. You got people who were thinking, "Oh, he's he." They were thinking he's uh, what's boy from from the Browns? Um, to my Baker Mayfield. They thought he was Baker Mayfield, not with an arm like that. Baker can't because, toss it like that. Because he was in Detroit and all he had was Megatron there. He had a, a faulty O line. But, but look, the people that, forget look. about that. He there was a time he had a lot of comeback wins, even in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Trust me, I remember. He look, 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 then then they had they had the instance where um they had the instance where now look, in the beginning of the year, like you said, they were kind of like iffy, but look at them now. There, you know what you're gonna get with Matthew Stafford, right? And then and, the best part—I'm sorry to interrupt. This is the last thing, but no, the the very best thing is he has helped revitalize the OBJ. Over everybody has been talking about Odell Beckham, you know, is washed up or he ain't what he used to be or he look. The man, look—you can tell that the man is having fun. He loves winning. He's competing. And and look what he's getting rewarded with. He's he's getting rewarded with the team winning games, touchdown passes, and and that all that all that riffraff that people were saying about uh, Odell Beckham that that's silenced. You can't say it no more. The thing is, Odell's never been bad when he's had a quarterback. When he had Eli, he was good. Then he had Baker, and we saw what happened. And now he's got a quarterback again, and look, he's fine. That that's the reality of it. Whenever you and I, I get it. It's hard having a superstar receiver sometimes. You just kind of, you know, can stare him down. But Odell wasn't the problem, and I, and I don't think, I don't think, I just don't think it was a good fit for either one, because Baker did good without Odell. I just don't think they worked good together. You know what I'm saying? I like green beans and I like hamburgers, but I don't like them. I don't like green beans on my hamburger. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So they don't, they don't mix. Right. And I think that's really what that was. I really believe that. And I think they were better apart. And plus, Cleveland's a running football team anyway. Yeah, well, we, Nick Chubb and uh yeah, and, look, they and got Kareem the best. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, they got the best duo. So they really I mean, they really just need big possession receivers more than they do game breaking get open type people like that. The Browns, the the Browns were more of a a game managing team anyway. 
because they didn't have a quarterback. You, exactly. you got to be a game manager team when you ain't got no quarterback. Well, just name, look at all these quarterbacks we just named. You know, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Even, yeah. You can even throw Kyler Murray in there. Hell, you would put Tom Brady in there because, I mean, he ain't washed up. But these are – hell, even to a lesser degree, Dak Prescott. We're going to get to him in a minute. I appreciate you for not putting him in the top five. I'm so proud of you. But, he ain't uh, the top five quarterback. And, I, and I, I'm glad that you – I was trying to see if you was going to do it. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You make me a happy man. You go ahead. <laughs> so, it's – but Baker, here's when I knew – I knew his future was limited in Baker and – in a I feel like they was playing the Chargers. I was watching the game with my homeboy because he a big Browns fan. And it was third and 12. Now, if you a head coach, Jalen, and you third and 12, what are you going to do? Man, you're going to throw – look, you're going to have to throw that ball to gain – look, you don't even got to go downfield. You can throw a little – a nine-yard route. And trusting your receivers to get the, the remaining three. Why you throw the- that ball? Why did they give it to Nick Chubb at third and 12? You know why? Because they do not trust Baker. Exactly. I seen that. I said, oh, my God. And, look, I'm not no Sam Donald guy uh, what's left of Cam Newton, but at least I know we would throw it at least kind of shorten the field, give him a chance. If you going for <laughs> if you running, I can see if you got like a Marshall Falk or Edgren James or, you know, Derrick Henry. Okay, fine. And Nick Chubb, he's a top running back. I get it, but third and twelve, come on now. That's a, that's pushing it. He ain't no power back. He ain't pushing through like <laughs> yeah. You know. So and you, you the Browns, so I man. I get it. I get it. If you got Emmitt Smith and that old line back there, you know you take your chances. But that told me everything I need to know about Baker. So I, I think this is the last. And I don't know if you're watching the game now, but Baker, it ain't looking good for Baker. That ain't looking good at all for Baker. <laughs> Wait, but, they playing the Steelers, right? They playing the Steelers, and they're currently down ten nothing. What? Oh no! Nah, let me turn this on. Hold on. <laughs> and Najee Harris just broke Franco Harris' uh, Russian rookie record. Mm. Mm, what a day! But so yeah. But anyway, so I, I, that's my thing with the top five QBs. I, I and I think, really, man, I don't know what the NFC is going to do, but all the young guys. All the young QBs are in the AFC. These, well, besides Kyler, but think about who we got. No order. We we talking about Justin Herbert. That's Chargers AFC. Josh Allen, who I'm not really big on, but that's AFC. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, AFC. Mm-hmm. All these guys are are AFC bound. So it's just one and all the old guards, you know, the Russell Wilsons, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's, all he, of them is NFC. Yeah, yeah. So. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the NFC coming. And I'm an NFC guy, you know, Carolina, so I'm, I'm going to be NFC through and through. Bangham style, baby. But <laughs> nevertheless, but speaking of quarterbacks, Dallas took a took one on the chin yesterday. And oh, my goodness. I hadn't heard a whole lot. But if you give me the, the rock real quick, I'm going uh, to do this real quick, and I, I'm going to see what you think. I don't think it's that bad. I'm actually, and I heard, I've heard some people, and I hadn't heard a whole lot because just me, I don't like to go and listen to a lot of people because I don't want them to think, oh, you just copy what somebody else said. So I, I, I really don't. If anything, I'll listen to stuff 
after I'd have recorded or something like that, just for, for me personally. But I have heard some people kind of a little bit around the way look like they want to try to jump on Dallas. And I kind of want to defend them a little bit. I, I don't think that loss is a, a bad loss for them because number one, I've seen the chief. I mean, the chief, yeah, the chiefs look bad all year. I've seen them look anemic all year. I saw them struggle against the giants. I've seen them struggle against the, the Raiders. I've seen them beat up on bad teams, just like the Cowboys did, quote unquote, beat up on bad teams. I've seen, I saw them lose to the, I've seen the Chiefs lose to the Bengals, which I thought they were supposed to win. They blew a fourteen point lead, so I've seen them do that. I've seen them, I've seen them beat up on the Raiders, and I beat, so I'm barely beat a, a Packers team, but they didn't even have Aaron Rodgers that one week because you know. Oh yeah, I, I remember there. that. You know, I saw them got rolled over by the Titans. So these are things that I've seen. I get one game aberration. And I still see you give up points on a regular basis, a lot of points on a regular basis. They barely beat the Browns. And we, you know, we were just talking about the Browns. So, and yeah, you beat the Cowboys. That's cool when you beat teams like the Broncos and the Raiders, but those are no good world beating teams. So when I see that, and now everybody talking about the Chiefs, they right back to the Super Bowl. And I'm like, well, hold on, time out. If y'all going to do that against what the Chiefs, why don't y'all do that to the Cowboys? Because hated or love it, yeah, I can't explain what the hell happened with that Broncos game. I don't know what was going on with that. But outside of that, even that Raiders game for Thanksgiving, y'all still played tough there at the end. Y'all came out the gate slow, but y'all still play everybody tough. Or y'all win. Y'all still play consistently. We know what y'all getting with Dak or with, I think with Zeke. Y'all got a good defense. I think it's a little more opportunistic than good. But y'all bounced back very well. Even with that Broncos loss, y'all y'all came back and jumped over somebody like 100 to, to 12 or something. I don't know what it was. But y'all play good every week and consistently. So I, do I think they're going to lose back-to-back games like that? No, I don't. And the Cardinals – that's not no scrub Rudy Poo team. This is a team that started off undefeated. It was like seven and zero, yeah, and they, and they was losing they because they was they had the uh, Kyler Murray was missing for a little bit. Now he's been he ain't played in a little bit, and now he's fresh and healthy. So my thing is, if we gonna give teams like Tampa Bay a pass, and we are gonna act like he did something great because he came back against the Jets, which they really had no business in that game. If we gonna pray, act like we wasn't writing off the Chiefs early in the year, then how come we can't give the Cowboys a second chance? Why not? So I don't think that's a bad loss for them at all. And I'm still – I think that I, I think they're the second-best team in the NFC behind the Rams today. So, um, let's see. You see what I'm saying, though? Yeah, look, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I just – I understand. I've, I've, I'm, as a Cowboys fan, I know what people are. I know how people view us. And – that's always going to go into it, at least to me. I've, I honestly, and I've said this in our group, too, I feel like people have listened to Stephen A. Smith talk about the Cowboys, that they believe the Cowboys are that. They believe that is our identity. They think that every Cowboys fan is that way, and that's just not true. Um, I, like, I love my team. I think the Cowboys are a good team. That's exactly what they are, good. They're not great. I honestly don't see them. I never saw them as a Super Bowl contending team this year because specifically what you said about the defense is very opportunistic. I can see this. I can envision it happening now. A tie game. Say the first round. Say we're going against – because right now it's looking like we're going to play the uh, the Cardinals again. 
Say we play them first round. Tight game. I can see it. I, I can see it like it's a script. I can see right now, fourth quarter, that we're basically going to be tied against them, tied with them, right? And they got the ball late fourth, and I can see Trayvon Diggs. I can see Diggs right now trying to gamble and go for another pick and gives up a 30-yard possession that would have had, you know, they would have been punting with us, giving us great field position. That but instead, they're on there. That is how he end up getting crop dusted when he's sitting there biting on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, I yeah. can see it. I know what we are, and I can see that happening. And this leads me also to Dak. I, like I said, I love my team, but they give me – they make my anxiety worse than what it is because I feel like in the beginning when everybody was like, oh, the Cowboys are super – you know, they're they're Super Bowl bound. You know, they're this, this team is different. Skip Bayless was going crazy. I want people to realize that Kellen Moore, his play calling was different then than what it is now his play calling this now is not the same (laughs) as it was in the beginning the first eight weeks before that got hurt the play calling was in it was inventive it was unpredictable it was very it was very you know artistic now is it's it's like a it's a playbook that you can legit just you know what's coming on first second and third down um I love the team. I think they're not as bad as people are saying. I do have them right behind the Rams because I actually I, I kind of got the Rams winning it all for the NFC. And I, I do too. I got them winning the Super Bowl. I I, I have whoever I, I got them winning it all. But say they do get knocked out by whatever team, whatever I have the NFC winning the Super Bowl. Whoever comes out right. of the NFC is winning the Super Bowl to me. I agree. But um, and by the way, hold on real quick because I know we're listening. Hey, Key John, we. We ain't forgot about Green Bay. We just don't think y'all going far in the playoffs. The Rams are better than the Packers, and the Cowboys are better than the Packers. Yes, we agree. You heard it here first. You got the best quarterback in the you league. Heard. Just you got the best t- player. Don't mean you got the best team. So we ain't forgot about Green Bay. We just think they number three. All right. Sorry. Proceed. <laughs> you know, he's so, he's somewhere salty right now. <laughs> now <laughs> Boy, y'all out here a lot now, but uh, I, I really think um, I think we need to. There's there's a lot of things that need to go in. Um, we need to evaluate, and we need to start. Yeah, we need to evaluate Dak Prescott more. You know, more appropriately. Um, he is to me like he's a good. He's a franchise quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's definitely not bad, but he's like he's at the bottom of the good. Well, tell you what, say, let me put put you in a situation. Say y'all down 10 to whoever. Do you think that can bring you back? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Because that, that's a real thing. Sometimes you don't feel good when you're with your quarterback playing from behind because you're not always going to be up. So I was just curious how you no, felt. When you're down. If, if you look at our team, if you look, like you said, at, look at the games we were we lost. Look, all right. So let's let's look at the games we lost, right? So Tampa yep. Bay. That was a nail biter the entire game. That really took Tom Brady being Tom Brady. Exactly. That's that's what that came down to. That took Tom Brady. Okay, we won this game, but think about this game as well. We were also down the last like three minutes, but we had we came back and scored that New England game. Mm-hmm. We came back. It takes a, a good quarterback to initiate that offense, and we came back and won in overtime. All right, the other yep. game now. Now Denver, look, we laid an egg. That was a terrible game. Everybody got a then, game. You just kind of throw out. People were nervous that we were going to come back in the fourth quarter after we scored them two touchdowns. 
they were really nervous that we had eight minutes left and we were about to come back and win. Uh, and like you said, we start games horribly. If we start horribly, we finish really well. But that now the same thing with um uh the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Yep. We should one. I don't think we should have lost that game. But what did he have? Four pass interference calls. Freaking, we we had a lot of stuff going against us. We were just undisciplined that game. But we lost that game, and we still made we made it a game even when people were writing us off in the fourth quarter. Now, and, and that's not to say this is some moral victory because I don't believe in that. You lost. You know, you lost. There is no moral victory. But same thing, we lost to uh, we lost to the Cardinals, which I predicted we would lose. Those are games that, like, look, though, at least the Cardinals and the um, the the rant or the Raiders game. Those are games that, hey, look, yeah, we lost, but re- it literally took, like, like miracle stuff, not miracle stuff, but it took some divine intervention. That fumble that uh they caused on Dak this Sunday, I was upset watching it, but. If that's what it took for us to stop, that's what it took for us because I do believe he was gonna drive us down the field and give us get us points. I've seen Dak do it, yeah, and, and I have faith in Dak. You know, he, he's definitely a quarterback. I have faith in doing it, and I I don't know. Like a lot of people talking about, we you know, I do I do agree. I do, I think we're going to lose first round. I don't see uh, you know, I I think the Cardinals are gonna you know they're gonna wake up with that win they had on us. And I love my team, and it's not me. Oh, he doesn't believe in his team. I do. I believe in the Cowboys. I just I understand when the team is better than us. I don't think the Cardinals can beat y'all twice. You don't think so? I don't think so. I I, I like I don't know, man. I really I just need I need. To God see what, damn! What happened? Oh, I was sitting there looking at. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb. He put somebody in the flow. I'm talking about a stiff arm. I'm talking about he put that man on his head. Put that nigga in the <laughs> dirt. Good lord. I don't know if you're watching, but no, I'm I'm trying. I had to it had to remain focused. Well, I don't know, man. Look, look. Basically, the car yeah, anyway. the, the cowboys, I love them. We I know what we are. I do believe we're gonna be a first round exit, but if we don't, for whatever reason, we make it past, you know, we make it past, we're gonna be good. We're we're then then anything's possible. They exceeded what I thought. Um this is gonna be an interesting off season, or I mean, um, postseason. Very interesting. Uh like I said, man, I think y'all, I, I see y'all in the NFC Championship, or at least until y'all beat play the Rams. That that's the one team I don't think. Here's my thing with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, real quick. They're good, but man, they got it's something about just the fraudulence with them. Like they'll eat, they'll eat on good teams all uh, bad teams all season, and they'll get there and they'll wet the bed. And I know they got to the NFC Championship, but typically that don't happen. And when they do, more often than not they lose. So it ain't no bad teams in the playoffs. You're not gonna get to play the Minnesota Vikings in the playoffs, or the Detroit Lions, or the Bears in the playoffs. You know, you playing good teams. You playing teams like the Cardinals, the Cowboys are a good team this year. Tampa Bay, they. I mean, I think they a little. I think that's fool's gold for real right there. But I mean, these are it's better than what it's better than the NFC North. It's better than anything over there. So I think they kind of got some of that Patriot syndrome they had back in the day. You know, they just kind of take advantage of beating 
you know, you know jumping on the bad, the bad Now, the Vikings been good there for a little bit. I'm not going to do the Vikings like that because they, they were – at least they had a tough defense. But it's just when they got something real tough, I don't think they can do it. I, I don't think I don't think they can do it. I never see, see Green Bay going out, out of the NFC. I, I never have them like that. And it's not because of Aaron Rodgers. It's just – well, sometimes he had no defense. But now he's got a defense, but I, I just think this team's better. And I know they got the number one seed and they clinched it and, and kudos to them. But I mean, one seed that don't always get you a ticket to the chocolate factory. Uh look the you know, the only team I see them losing to, honestly, is the Rams. Who Green Bay? Yeah. So you do think the Green Bay Packers are better than the Cowboys? Yes. Okay. Those, right. There's two the look. I think we can beat the Bucks. Yeah. I think we can beat the Bucks. I yep. do not believe that we can beat uh we can beat the Rams, and I don't believe uh, I don't believe that we can beat um the Green Bay Packers, the Cardinals. Look, I believe we're a better team than them, but I just feel like look, I ain't gonna lie, I just feel like something's gonna happen. But when it comes to the when when it comes to the Packers, I love Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, and I feel like he just because he only has one Super Bowl, people seem to seem to disrespect him, and it's not really his fault. He has has had a game or two where you're like, "Yo, you you wet the bed," but it's normally not his fault. And now, look, he I think he's had that conversation with the team in the front office where like, "Yo, after this year, I'm gone." And he's got the team rallied behind him. I feel like they can do something. Now, if they run into the Rams, I'm like, hey, uh, I don't know. I ain't got to put my money on the Rams on that one. And and I would too. I, I would too. But we'll we'll see what happens. I could. I might be right. I might be wrong. I don't know. I just yeah, I just be calling it how I see it. But um, that's that's how I do it. But since we still in Dallas, and since I got your attention, there's somebody I, I wanted to talk to you about just kind of get your professional opinion on if you don't mind their kind sir but mm-hmm. um how do you feel about Luca because I've been on record by saying I don't think that Luca can win you a championship when he's your best player on the team and you know looking at the standings because a lot of people thought Luca was getting MVP this year I, I, I did I don't like to do that not know before the year because you don't know how people are gonna come out and they're an eighth seed right now you know, at 18 and 18. Ironically enough, they worse than the Lakers. And you know how the Lakers don't look. And the Lakers got a better record than they do. So, and I I knew that Luka, and I've been trying to tell people to slow down this Luka thing, slow down, talking about Larry Bird and triple-doubles and some kind of way they was praising Luka for triple-doubles. But if Westbrook got one, you know, it's the worst thing in the world, which I didn't understand that. But where are you with Luka? Um, Look, Luka is, he is my star player. (laughs) <laughs> he's my star player i will not tolerate any lucas slander going on no uh being being real i, I love luca man um i do think he tends to shoot he his his shot selection is horrible at times yes it's yes. horrible and it's very hard to watch um i was one of those when we lost against the clippers the second time i was really one of those people at first who jumped on the poor zingas gotta go train and then i watched um uh, somebody on youtube his his channel's called b-ball um b-ball breakdown yeah coach nick. yeah i'm very familiar with it yeah yeah coach nick i watch him all the time and he released a video basically talking about how um 
it was all like, you know, it's not Porzingis' fault that he can't get into a rhythm. It's really Lucas for taking all the shots. And yes. I watched and I even went back and I watched um I watched a bunch of breakdowns by other YouTubers and I'm like, you know what? They're right. They're right. And I I'm I was like, I'm sorry. Um he takes a lot of bad shots. He plays hero ball a lot. Yep. He um, you know, he's not the best free throw shooter and sometimes he can be reckless with the ball. Yep. And 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 then my my worst thing and y'all know how I am in the chat when it comes to superstars doing this. He bitches to the uh, to the refs a little bit too much. He, I'm he, not going to burn nobody up for that cuz that's been going on. So I, I actually give I give a lot of people a pass. Okay, and, and you know what? I try to do that. I really do. Because sometimes I understand it can be frustrating. It can be frustrating that you're not getting a call when it should be blatant or obvious. But he he sometimes will take a defensive play off to to scream and yell at the refs. And I just I'm, – I'm tired of seeing star players do that, but they want to, you know, complain and send shots at their teammates. I'm not with that. And you would think you would think he wouldn't do that because overseas they tend to play a little tougher. And we, yeah, we exactly, and he did say it was easier to score here. And I mean, he I mean he he backed it up to his credit. I mean, yeah, but like look, yes, points. he's scoring a lot, but he's also look. We've we've gotten out two years in a row, albeit to the same team, which everybody both times was like is a championship team. Yep. both times. So we we went we went out against two you know championship team uh champion uh two championship teams sorry but um we had a lead what three two on them one year yep. and we just when we just lost our, uh, like a poor horrible shooting uh, display by the whole team not just Luca just the whole team was bad that game and um while I want him I want him to be more committed. Because we talk a lot about we talk bad about a lot of players in the group chat, but what we don't we talk especially about Zion. We've been ripping Zion, but what about Luca? That man has definitely showed up to 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 play out of shape. He's definitely done that. We've seen it. We talked about James Harden out of shape. You know he doesn't look like he's in, no Luca's doing that same thing. He doesn't seem as committed as I would want my franchise player to be. Now, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying that uh, he's not a franchise player. I love watch. I wear my jersey when I watch the games. I yep. love it. I so, and I'm going to continue to support him. And I hope Mark, um, you know, uh, Mark Cuban's gonna, you know, find a way to get us a little bit more help, just a little bit. I'm not saying super team like, but just a little bit more help or depth. Here's but, my thing, and I, I say this about three players. I say it about Ben Simmons. I've said it about Russ. And I'll say it on. I'll say this about Luca right now, but Luca's great. Luca's a good guy, but I think he's playing the wrong position. I believe Rush should be playing the two spot off the ball because we see what his decision making looks like. I think Ben Simmons should be playing power forward, and I think uh, Luca Doncic should be playing the three because when you do that, a couple things happen. One, you take the decision making out of his hands. Two, you move him off the ball, which you know I think he I think he'd be better off the ball than he would be on it because he can catch and shoot and he can create his own shot. So, and I don't know how well he can create for others, okay. despite all these. They can make flashy plays, but just because you make a flashy pass, don't mean you can pass somebody open. That's two totally different things. So, 
I, I really believe if you got a point guard in, and hell, you can start Jalen Brunson. I like Jalen Brunson. I think he's a I love player. Jalen Brunson, by the way. Yeah. You I think you start him. You've had and now you got now look at your wings. You got TJ on one side and you got Luca on the other. I'll take that. And I bet you Jalen can find KP a hell of a lot easier than Luca can. Now, whether regardless of Luca can pass or you don't, the fact is it's not happening. So I think you ought to move him off the ball. And everybody want to compare him to Larry Bird. Oh, well, look what Larry did. Well, number one, Larry's a better passer than Luca. But two, at least put him in the same position and, and put him out and put him out there, move him around anywhere. Um, I've said that you you've been real consistent with that take as well that he's playing the wrong position and and I wasn't with you at first but I am now or not now I've been on there for a little bit actually yeah I've been believing that he should he should also part of the reason why the uh the offense sometimes stalls is because it's Luca dribble 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 high screen pick and roll dribble 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 step back three contested right you know and I feel like if if like you know, you know Brunson, even though he reminds me of Fred Van Fleet, by the way, but uh, who's shaking it in in, in uh, Toronto? Yeah, he's doing really well. You know, yeah. congrats to him. But uh, like if we would do that, and we would allow somebody else to sometimes take the pressure off of him bringing the pro- being simply the primary ball handler, playmaker, and offense initiator, it would vastly open up the team. You know, it it vastly opened up, and then we got a big team. We have a the Mavs are a pretty big team. We're a pretty uh, you know yeah. decent rebounding team too. And so got, it's not and like. By the way, I love Moses. By the way. Oh, ex- exactly. We got look. We got some dogs. We really do. Yeah. My whole thing is we do, uh, we either we call we come up short, and my whole problem with the team as a whole is this. Right now, my whole problem with the team is we seem to be in this area where we're like. We're okay with getting a six through eight seed. And like we shouldn't be doing that. We have I mean, that's cool if you think you can beat Golden State, the Suns, or somebody like the Jazz. I don't think look, man, look, if we run into I don't think we're gonna beat Denver. I don't think we would beat um Utah. I don't think we'll be Golden State. I don't think we would be um the what is it? The Suns either. I don't. I think look the most I see them series going is six, and that's being generous. And once and you get people, I'm more inclined play. to agree with you. I'm more inclined to agree with you. Yeah, and most people, you know, when most people hear that, they're like, "Oh, you're not a real fan. You don't have faith in your team." No, I'm self aware. I know what the team is. Right. <laughs> and I think I'm, they I'm will going- be better suited if if they really put Luca at the three. Yes. I, I really believe that. And you know what? Um, I was just thinking, like, you know, whenever if whenever they get like a they, they should have honestly, I know it's not the best move, but Porzingis at the four. Cause they've been they've run them at five a lot. And it's like we know that Porzingis isn't the type to bang. Right. You know, and for good reason. He's had those injuries. I don't want him to do that. You know, he's never really been that type of, you know, physical dominating presence. He's always been, you know, that he's always been that lanky, uh, you know, lanky shooting. He's really a two guard. Kind of. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Yeah. But let me see. Look, 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 look. Porzingis right now, he's averaging 20.6. So 21 points for the the, the year. You know, he's averaging 
eight rebounds. Luca's averaging eight rebounds. Yep. And twenty five point one points this year. But you know, you know, Luca's missed some games. My whole thing is we need to we need to understand what position we are in. The West as the East right now is the dominant conference. Yep. If we want to take advantage, we need to take advantage now. Look, a lot of people are like Golden State is good. They're going to be great. They're going to be even better when Clay comes back, which I hope is soon. Uh, the Suns, they just fresh off of a final a finals berth, and everybody's Look like, like they're oh. ready to go back. Yeah, I think, and I really do. I pick them. I'm picking them to go back. And depending who comes out the East, I'm picking them to win because <laughs> that is a very complete team. Um. Yeah. We need to take advantage. The Lakers, they're not making the finals this year. I don't care what anyone says. They're not. I mean, barring any changes, they'll be lucky to get out the first round. Exactly. I don't see them. Hell, they'll be lucky to get out the play-in tournament the way they play the, Man, look. If, if, if we talking about it. And you know, look, look, barring right now, they're 18 and 18. They have the hardest schedule in the league the rest of the way. So. I mean, <laughs> like, unless they go keep, unless, unless LeBron get ready to turn into Moses Malone or something, because you know he's been playing center and been balling playing center. But oh yeah, he, he ain't really no center. Like I think, I mean, he ain't trying to line up with with Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid and Rudy Gobert. They have, oh whatever, no, so that's bad instant cook session. LeBron would get fucked up. You know, it's, it's a big difference between playing Christian Wood and and Carl Anthony Towns. And we saw but, what Cat Daddy did LeBron once, so we we've already seen it once. So uh, and, and, and he's a man with the playoffs. LeBron playing center, and he got the lineup against DeAndre Aiden for a whole series. <laughs> oh boy! Now, look. With that being said, DeAndre Aiden ain't holding him either. Um, I don't think so. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't see that. I don't I feel see good about it. I mean, you don't just stop LeBron James. I mean, we talking about like, the but you, I, you can say that for both. And this ain't me being a LeBron. You know, on LeBron's and stuff. I just. DeAndre Ayton, now I'm not against Jokic or Embiid. Yeah, I'm I'm not ever picking LeBron to to even stop them. I'm thinking they going I think Bron will bless Embiid. I, I I think he'll do something real disrespectful to Joel Embiid. I think oh, he'll think turn so? every way which way but loose. Hell yeah. I, I think I think he I really do. Oh man. Look, Embiid has been balling the past couple games. Uh, you know, I'm glad. I hope he can stay consistent and healthy. Um the man, LeBron's doing so much for the Lakers, and and I hate. I'm torn because I want to be like, dang, get this man some help. But then I'm like, yo, y'all did have y'all. You chose this team. Yeah, this is what they roll with. I mean, really, everybody want to be mad at Russ. You really need to be mad at the front office. I mean, it ain't like Russ just showed up in L.A. and said, "I'm gonna play it or else." So because look at the look at look at the construct the construction the team could have had if. They would have kept did I, say, did I say I just thought about something? I was talking about LeBron gonna I did say he's gonna beat up on the Joker, right? No, you said you said on Embiid. Oh, hell no, hell no. Uh-uh. I meant the Joker. So everything I was talking about the Joker. No, he ain't he don't want no no parts of the beast in these. Uh-uh. Hell no. Okay, not not Embiid. I'm sorry, think, y'all. My I'm bad. Sorry, hold on, hold on. I was I ain't gonna lie, I was I was shocked by that because I don't think he gonna do it. I don't think he would stop either one of them. Yeah, he he about, he he'll he'll do something r- real bad to Nikola Jokic, not Joel Embiid. I apologize. I thought I was thinking about the Denver Nuggets when I said that. Not Joel Embiid. That's you don't just dominate the best center in the league. No, sir, Rebob. I still, I'm sorry. I still think I think 
what is I know this is off topic, but I think Jokic is the best center in the league. And people say that. Okay, let me ask you this: Why? The man, look, the man is a is a facilitating genius. The man can shoot. Like he can shoot to me. Like he ain't that much of a dominating presence in the paint like Joel Embiid is, but he's a better shooter. He definitely is better with the rock in his hand. And and the big thing is he's dependable. He's going to play every game, barring he doesn't get suspended because you know he has a te- he he does have a a, ten- a temper sometimes. But it's hard for me. One, it's hard for me to say that that Embiid is better than him when I don't know if he, so, God Big Ben is trash. But it's hard for me to say that if. You never know if Embiid's gonna play more than fifty games, sixty games. I mean, if he's playing, you know, and Embiid, he's been on, he's been, he's been active this year. He, he's been active this year. Oh yeah, he's been holding the seventy sixers down. Yeah. So I mean, I get Joker durable and all that, and the best availability is availability. I understand all that, and I, I know it's a lot of. I listen. It's a it's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that believe Joker is the best thing. Since the the double whopper, and that's fine. <laughs> but y'all, listen. Yeah, we we got to pump the brakes on this this whole in this Nikola Jokic tirade real quick. And this wasn't even a topic, but damn it, it's a topic now. I've been feel like I've been talking about Joker for for two weeks now. Anyway, um, when I look at Joker, here's my thing, and you said it, facilitator. If you're my best guy, I need. I need my big man to, to talk about get down in the paint and seal them jokers off and, and demand the rock. And I'm talking about drop drop step, put your big backside on somebody and baptize people. I'm talking about I need <laughs> you dominate. I'm talking about calling for the ball. Shaq ball. on Dudley. Right here. I'm talking about feed me the rock. Everybody talking about but when I talk about their record, oh, well, they missed Jamal Murray. I'm sorry. Who's the best player? Is it Joker or the Jamal Murray? Exactly. It's Joker or supposed to be, but really, I think Joker's really the closer. I mean, I think Jamal Murray's really the closer of that team. Really, that's why I think they really work that well. But he's always looking for somebody else. I need that aggression. I need that dog. I need rough riding. And it's the same thing I got with AD. I think AD, I told AJ this the other day. Mm-hmm. I need a I need AD at 28 and 12. I need that. I need you down in the paint at 27 years old. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be in your prime. You know oh, what yeah. Braun was doing in his prime at 27? Hell, you know what Westbrook was doing in his prime at 27? You know, you know what I'm saying? All these big dogs. And I'm looking at the people and the MVP candidates. I look at what Steph doing. Do whopping and show stopping. I'm looking at KD. Do whopping and show stopping. I'm looking at all these big dogs. Demar Derozan. Giannis. Do whopping and show. All these people out here. Do whopping and show. Looking at Joker down there at about fifth, sixth, seventh seed, and they talking about he missing his second, third option. They ain't trying to hear that. You the best uh, player. I, I, I need I, you dominate. Can't do it. While you ain't, you never, you didn't speak a single lie. You told nothing but facts. But we, what we're not about to do is we know is very situational. Last year, Steph was what the eighth seed or missed yep. the play in or what? What was the? He what missed the, the play in. They he lost missed the play in, right? Yep. yep. But he was still in the MVP conversation. You know why? Because he deserved to be. 
You can talk about him, fine. You can talk. I wouldn't have gave it to him, but he failed. Steph Curry fell victim to my point guard theory. Don't make me do it. I'm trying no, to stay no, away from No, no, he's him. the outlier. I'm sorry. He is the outlier. He did it, and he was lucky to do it because LeBron lost Kyrie and Kevin Love. But nevertheless, he did it. And okay. He still gets it. He still did it. But okay. you ain't going to do it on a consistent basis. The only person that could probably do it on a consistent basis is maybe Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, and and he also did. It. You see what I'm saying? But Steph Curry, hey, and you just look at all the all the players. Look, everybody talk about this point guard theory real quick. Golly, we just we we going off the rails here. But anyway, since since you you brought it out, look at every guard theory. You cannot win. It's hard, hard, damn hard to win when your best player is a point guard. Let's look at it right now. Since since I happen to just pull it up on my on my hand today, the status real quick. We got the Chicago Bulls. Who they best player? Demar Derozan, not a point Lamar. guard. The Brooklyn Nets, you know Kevin Durant, not a point guard. The 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 Bucks, best player, not a point guard. Giannis, uh, uh, shoot, Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, okay. And then we're the, we at the fifth seed now. Who they best player. I mean, what? Well, I guess it's been Kevin Love the past couple of decades. <laughs> yeah, going <laughs> off the thirty. He, he, didn't, he didn't turn back the clock on him. But uh, nevertheless, actually, that's a good question. Is Who is the best person point. on the Cavs? So we got LaMelo Ball at the seventh seed. So that's a seventh seed right there. And I'm a big baller brand guy. Don't get me started on that. And then everybody else, best player, what? Uh, uh, what, the Hawks? They're not even in the play-in tournament with Trey Young. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the Eastern Conference. Okay, the Western. Okay, you got Steph Curry. They're number one. You got Job Morant at number four. But they're not going to win no championship. And Agreed. all everybody else's best player is a point guard. I mean, y'all, Luke is a point guard right now. He shouldn't be, but he is. You know, they're an AFC, and everybody loved De'Aaron Fox, and I do too, but they're a 10 seed. Dame Most, Lillard, we know how we love Dame time, but he's been some buns here lately. And oh, he's boy. not playing tournament either. So, everybody, all these top point guards, where are their teams at? And people think I just be saying stuff, but I really look at it. Every team outside of the Suns and the Warriors – they're, we're not talking about them in championship contention, and nor was we last year. And we wasn't the year before, unless the Steph Curry. But even when Steph Curry and it was winning, Kevin Durant was there. Then the one outlier year, and before Steph Curry won that, who who was the last person to win when their best player was the point guard? What? I mean, let some people. The only one you could kind of reach for best player point guard. We gotta what? go back. We gotta go maybe, back. Maybe Chauncey Billups, but I don't think Chauncey was the best person on that team. You're really. talking about the 04 Pistons? Yeah. Yeah. Who else has won a championship when their best player was a point guard? Shoot. It's been mostly centers and wings. That's what I'm and that's how it is. And before that Pistons team, you got to go back to what Magic Johnson? And that was and you can debate between it was him or Kareem. I'm a Kareem guy myself, but if you want to say Magic, you know, fine. Magic and Isaiah Thomas in the 80s. So it don't happen a lot. And then moving forward, let's take let's take Curry out of it because he did do it. So moving forward, what point guard do you see don't lead their team to a championship in a league with Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton coming through, Joel Embiid and the Joker? People, do you see Trey Young taking the Hawks to a championship? I do not. I don't see John Moran, Trey Young. I don't see none of them. And I'm not knocking it. It's just hard. Do you see Dame Lillard turning the Portland Trailblazers around? No, I don't. 
Right. You know what what you seen what Westbrook been doing, triple double getting everything known to man, and he ain't been no closer to a championship than I am. <laughs> yep. Oh, so, that makes I mean, something different. People say it. People people like to beat on this point guard theory, but I'm telling you, man, it's a, it's a real hey, it's thing. Hard, it's hard when you come with what you just came with. It's kind of hard to you know to negate it. P- people look. People think I'm tripping. They think I just be hating, but I promise you, man, I I be looking at this stuff, dude. I'll be hey, looking real at quick, it. real quick. What 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 you feel about Russ? Oh, what do you think he can do better, or he needs to stop doing, or whatever? Well, we know what he need to stop doing. <laughs> He need to stop turning the damn ball over. You act like, like my dad used to tell me a long time ago. He used to told me this. He said, Wayne, I know you ain't got no sense, but at least act like you got some sense. <laughs> so I, I, Russ ain't got no sense. And we seen with the interviews, eh, well, at least you need to act like he got some sense. But here's my thing about Russ real quick. And I, I, I'm calling all my fans out. I'm calling all my fans out. If you... Like Allen Iverson, you ought to love Westbrook. Agreed. Because Iverson was doing, minus the triple doubles, doing the exact same thing Russ was. You know what I mean? People called him ball hog at the time. I don't know if you remember that, but it, Iverson was, he, they stayed calling him ball hog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Iverson was, oh, well, all he could do was score. What, Russ got some scoring titles too. I'm not saying Russ is the same kind of score that Iverson is, but both of them took the ball and they were both volume scores. Both of them, they both were more accoladed type bound. Both of them had some. Well, actually, Iverson outside of that finals year, he wasn't getting, he wasn't having too much luck with the Sixers. And then after that, he just kind of bounced around. I was, I wish he had stayed with Denver a little more, but you know that was like a one, one and done type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, if you love Iverson, you ought to love Westbrook. The numbers are about the same, career averaging. They've been, and actually, did you know Russ actually got more first team awards than Iverson? Yes. You know what I mean? No, I do not know. But we had the discussion before. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't know. I must have missed that discussion. But Russ. And the same, and the same thing with with this. And I've said this, and I don't know if I've said it to you, but I've said it to a lot of people. Russell Westbrook is exactly what D Rose would have been had he never got hurt. If you look at what D Rose was before all the ACLs and ankles and knees and all that, that's exactly what Russ was. And actually, if you look, if you compare D Rose's MVP season to what Russ's last five years? Russ is better. Russ's Russ's seasons have been better than D Rose's MVP season. So my thing is, and we know how we love talk about Rose off. Rose, he never got a championship. I don't think he would have either because I mean he still had to deal with with the Heat and the Spurs. And but, and back then, right, he had to deal with the the Indiana Pacers, who was tough too. at the time. I think they would have beat the Pacers though. So I mean, like shoot, Danny Green theory. That's another know. one that that fell fell victim. But uh, well, actually, injuries kind of hung strung him up. But anyway, so my thing is, if you love and we 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 put these Iversons and the Westbrooks on a pedestal, you got to do the same thing for for Russ. That's my whole thing. You got to be consistent with it. And something else, how how everybody just loved when Iverson when Iverson. 
when Steph, you know, broke the little three-point record and everything against the Knicks, and they mm-hmm. stopped the whole damn game, had a parade. They didn't do that for Westbrook. They didn't do that when they broke Oscar Robinson. Oh, he's not going to yeah, win. But you know why? Because it's favoritism. Exactly, which it, brings it, me to it. So it, I'm it, just trying to figure out why Why is it? Why? How come people love Russ and they they hold this D-Rose uh, season on a pedestal, but then when Russ is doing the exact same thing, if not be- – well, that factually – Statistically better than both of them. How come they don't? How come they burn rusted across? Because the, the turnovers is that it? No, I, I really believe I really firmly and I will stand on this. People do not like Russ because of the whole. You know, one if you can't shoot, most people don't like you. Like nowadays, if you can't shoot, most player, most most casual NBA player uh, fans, if you want to call them that, do not like you because you can't shoot the ball. Um. I, I do believe uh, his whole, you know, rocking the baby and and triple doubles. I feel like people have gotten so tired of him dropping triple doubles and losing or tr- dropping triple doubles and not getting anywhere that they start to be one got tired of it or they're numb to it or they be, you know, they be uh they they getting tired of them. And I think uh, whatever the case is, there's always been this Russ versus uh Curry thing going back to like 2015. If y'all remember, if you remember, there's always been that discussion. But for some reason, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was when 2015, when you know Steph won that first MVP, that everybody was like googly eyed for Steph. Oh yep. my God, the three point shot! It's crazy. He's he's doing it so well. Then they I decided think to say Steph because he changed the game, which is that's false, really what it is, and, and that's that's false. I've, and I've, he didn't change the game. We he. He accelerated it because it was already going in that direction. Right. You know what I mean? It was – and if people want to say analytics changed the game, you know, you got me or something. But people – I mean, we saw Vince Carter when he started getting older. He started shooting more. Jordan, Kobe, and all these people were well before Steph. People just started to – when you get older, you just develop a jump shot. That's mm-hmm. A post Steph, game, all that. Steph had nothing to do with that. But all of a sudden, they wanted to say – Oh well, he changed the he changed the game. If you think about it, the last people that's won championships, they were point shooting teams. That none of them were. Nobody's copying Golden State. The only team that looks like Golden State is Golden State. People shoot more, but I think that's more of a honestly, I think that's more of a coaching thing because people just don't use post work no more. And that's why one thing I love watching Kawhi because Kawhi Kawhi is probably the best mid range shooter in the game right now. I think Kawhi's got the best mid-range jump out. It's it's a beauty to watch, and actually, I think I think I think Kawhi's game is closer to Jordan than anybody in the game right now. Especially like late Jordan, like that third three P Jordan when he oh, had yeah, that, when he was working from the post and face yes. up face up mid ranges. That's Kawhi to a damn T. That that's Kawhi right there. I'm not saying they're the same kind of play. I'm not saying who was better. Well, we know who was better. I'm not saying. I'm just talking about. Play style in the game, how Jordan, how Jordan would set up to about 15 to 13 feet. Kawhi does the exact same thing, and he'll he'll roll you to sleep. It's the same way. But, I mean, people don't want to do the mid-range no more, which is crazy because that's the, the hardest area of the paint to defend because it's, it's so much of it. You know, it's harder to defend the paint because you can just kind of sit there and just sit there all day. That's why they got the three and key. Thanks, Will Chamberlain, for changing that rule for us. And the three-point shot, you know, missed farther out. So you just kind of run them off the perimeter. 
But that paint area, I mean, that mid-range area is so much of it, it's hard to defend all of it. I mean, you can put a, a couple zones out there, like a, a what, a 3-2 or 1-3-1 one, one or something like that, but it's just hard to defend it unless you're going to put another guy on the floor, which you can't do. So I don't see why people don't utilize the mid-range more. It's like they either want to shoot a three or they want to be right up under the rim and just totally absolve mid-range shooting. It, I, I don't get it, and that's why Dirk was so damn dangerous. Okay, Dallas, that's why Dirk and Tim Duncan were so so effective because they used the mid-range at a high level at that. I don't, like, I'm so tired. You know, this this brings it in. I completely agree with you 100%. I have nothing more to add to that at all besides the fact that I'm tired of watching how NBA offenses are, are played nowadays because, you know, it seems more if it ain't a dunk or a three, they don't want it. And that's why I love watching DeMar DeRozan. I love watching K- uh, KD, um, you know, Kawhi yeah. Leonard, and I'm LeBron now. That post, that post, you know, fadeaway is a beauty to watch. And I feel like players, they like when they get to the mid range, they don't know what to do sometimes. Right. And it's it's frustrating because you like you go back. If you have an NBA, I have an NBA.com uh, subscription. If anybody has one that's listening, you can go back and you can watch finals games. And they have other classic games that you can watch for free. Watch some of them, and you will see that they were taking the mid-range shot because that's what the defense was giving them. If they did a pick and roll, the the big man often would sag back to to defend the paint, which would give them like four or five feet to pull up for a mid-range. Right. It's so there. Take who, it. who are um, – and I'm, I'm going to put this to buffer your point, and I guess we can get on out of here with this, but – off the top of your head, or if you're looking, do you know who the number one team in the East is? Uh, the Bulls, right? Correct. Now, don't you know they're last in three-point attempts? I did they're, know that. They're dead last. And I, I make them – I kind of like to look at stuff like that. And then I'm, I'm – yeah. So, pulling up now real quick because I'm just right here by my stuff. The Suns are actually down there at the bottom too. The Suns and the Nets are. The, the Nets are 24th. The, the Suns are 26th. So the and these are top teams. We just talking about the Suns may go back to the finals. The Bulls, I mean, or Brooklyn. I mean, those are three teams that could easily go to the finals. And they're down there at three point attempts. So it's just to the point. I mean, besides like Golden State, okay, but Golden State, nobody does it like Golden State. So they're an outlier. That's not gonna be another team like everybody can't be Golden State. But these mm-hmm. championship teams is is in the paint and mid-range shot. And that's really where your money is anyway. Because, you know, high percentage shots and smart shots win. I mean, unless you got a Steph Curry or a Klay Thompson or somebody like that, be my guest. The Jazz, you know, they got that daddy stroke right now. I don't know what to crawled into them. But that's that's really where the money is. Not It's not – people love the three ball because it's flashy and it's cool. But look at – everybody love Trey Young. But Trey Young would be in the play-in tournament today shooting like that. And you look at a team like the Bulls, everybody talking about DeMar DeRozan. Oh, DeMar, he can't shoot, he can't shoot. Well, all he did is had two back-to-back game winners and got Chicago number one in the East. So, matter of fact, actually, if we're talking about three, it's actually a three when, when they beat the Pacers. <laughs> man, look. <laughs> Which is clutch. <laughs> but, shoot, man, we, we we did a lot, man. You got anything you want to plug? Uh. I hope everybody, you know, uh, happy new year. I uh, hope everybody's doing all right. Um, the Lakers suck. And 
the Mavs suck. No. <laughs> You know, and the Cowboys were 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 decent. Uh, that being said, I hope everybody else's teams are doing better than mine. <laughs> I mean, the well, I assure you, the Carolina Panthers are worse than the Cowboys, and the Knicks and the Dallas. You know what? Dallas is better than New York too. So your teams are better than mine. <laughs> your teams are better than mine. But shoot, man, we out. All right, we out. <laughs>